Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Long Ball. Hello and welcome to the Long Ball Street. We're back on a day after the mighty Brentford smashed Smashed QPR, 4-1, tears in the crowd, a QPR end, children clinging onto their fathers. Why? Why have you done this to us? Why have you brought me here again? I hate it, Dad. I hate it. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined by James, QPR fan, and Rory from CFC Fan TV, new member of the Bull Street Network. Yes, delighted. Thank you. Um, I brought you on as a, as a courtesy and a fairness, given the fact that Chelsea beat us. Tottenham over the weekend, just to, so you can have your say, it just be done with. You've been, to be fair, been quite kind over the last couple of days. You haven't give it too much, and I can see inside. There's that. Look, it's a special feeling. I mean, I, I can't ever deny that beating Tottenham at Wembley is something that means an awful lot. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's all right. Um, let's forget about all that. <laughs> let's talk about what happened at, uh, at because like yesterday, like where, whereas Rory has been. Courteous. You've been bloody horrible to James. <laughs> Adam's back, by the way, everyone. Welcome back, Adam. Great to have you back. I don't, I don't think I've been that bad. Um, so, I feel like, actually, James was, wasn't that dignified um, earlier on this season when we've been rooted at the bottom of the table. James, so, James likes to shout out um, fictional headlines. <laughs> yeah. About how Brentford are in crisis. Well, Brentford fans turn, each other, turn on each other in a way in... Latest defeat. The, uh, yeah, look, I think it's clear that you Brentford should be doing better than QPR this season, based on the expectations at the start of the season. So the fact that we're currently in the playoff positions, sixth in the league, and Brentford are not bottom, I, I thought that was a good opportunity for me to like, enjoy that period of time, knowing full well. That it was all going to go horribly wrong last night. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we lost 4-1, 3-0 down after 30 minutes. What I did, I was thinking, uh, I don't know if you mind, this is a reason, anyone who's like, who wonders if you're a football fan and you can connect with us as football fans, me and um, Adam's WhatsApp during the game is such a, such a like... So back and forth. So yeah, if you are, hopefully you get a few subscribers from this, because this is, this is what we are like as football fans, right? Uh... So there's a bit of banter initially. I'm saying, like, show yourself. And he's like, we've got no fans, and that's fine. And then it starts going wrong. 
He goes, Adam, woo, and goal. And, I'm going, and then it gets to 3 0, and I'm like, this is hilarious. And Adam uh, goes, this is Holloway sacking Worthy. So, a bit of banter. Uh, yeah. So, that's up to like half time. Um, and then when it gets into the second half, we both just get proper nervy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, mate, we are. What was it? So, this is at half time. Uh, they don't look like a first 11. Uh, could we have a game on here, please? I'm not going to lie, we do look suspect at the back. So he's getting ner- starting to get nervous about that because we got to 3-1. Yeah. Mate, we are beyond awful. So I'm saying, we know we're awful. Right up there with our worst performances, I started laughing. Uh, and then it gets to a point where he starts to say, I'm getting nervous. I'm saying, look, we can do this now. And it just goes back and forth between like, yeah. we're better than you, life is easy, to, oh shit, we better not ruin this. I don't understand why he was crap. nervous. No, I, I was shitting myself. Uh, for, Three for, up. Because they were pummeling our goal. We, we, we are wobbling at the back. We should have um, won. <laughs> no, we spent about <laughs> half an hour just sort of like pushing back attack after attack. And um, it just felt like their crowd was starting to get a bit hyped as well. If well, both it, of them. Yeah, all, all two of them. <laughs> Jim and his dad. <laughs> no, they, um, like you could tell if they had scored another, like it, would, it could have been, could have been a bad evening. That's I, I did. I've, I've given it large-ish. Yes, yeah, you, you've been, you've been. That's fine. That's fine, Adam. You enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, the the James, James arrived in the office to notes posted all over the walls saying Holloway <laughs> must go. go. Madness. Uh, Holloway um, is a cancer to our football club. Hopefully, but uh, the thing for us, it shows, and it's something that people have been reporting on in the League Cup, is, uh, how many changes teams make, championship teams make now, because the championship's so difficult, mm. so so difficult to go and to get any points at all. Like wow. we made ten changes, Brentford made five. I think there was like two hundred and forty-one throughout the leagues. Mm. So it's um. I've heard a lot of people saying suggesting that the League Cup just gets scrapped. That, that debate happens every year. Yeah. Spurs, uh, Spurs would probably case. win the championship. Can't be that difficult. Yeah. Sounds like you know what? It, it sounds like people are in the championship talk it up a little bit much. It's well, how hard it is. Yeah. It's obviously how not hard, the same quality. How hard can it, I'm sure winning Champions League is harder than getting out the. And the hardest league in the world. They always give it that. Yeah. yeah. Championship. Yeah. It's the hardest league in the world. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not. No, it's not. It's, it's yeah. the hardest league in the world. Yeah. It'd be the. It would be the best league in the world. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If you had the same budget, if you had the same budget, then fine. I don't, yeah, it's not my fault. No, you'll never know. Your club you're, isn't. You know, you're sort of like FIFA fans. Jane, oh, it's. I think, who should I pick? Oh, I like Havard. I'm going to watch some more Chelsea now. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault that your club isn't run properly. Not my fault. Is it my fault? What do you mean run properly? Well, I don't know if it was run properly. You used to sing about being the richest club in the world as well. Who did? QPR. I never did that. That's, a, that's, that's libel. Rory, we're talking about <laughs> uh, What was it like going to Wembley to watch a game of football that wasn't a cup game, Rory? It's. I don't like Wembley, Flav. I really don't. I'm really not looking forward to us going there next year. Um, but, of course, you know, the occasion was special. It was nice to be there. Why don't you like Wembley? I just think it's, I think it's a really soulless ground. I think, it's, I think it's probably the worst ground I've ever been to. In terms of, I genuinely mean that. No, genuinely. I mean, I've been to Loftus Road, and I would take. I would take. I would take the spirit of Loftus Road and everything that goes with it over Wembley. I think this this over sanitised, soulless corporate bowl that is created, not for the average fan, isn't isn't a stadium that I enjoy. I like I like the walk up to it. I like Wembley Way. I like all of that. It's where you get in there. Yeah, Wembley Way is uh, Wembley Way is obviously. Huge, but the reason that you love Wembley Way is because it's so historic. 
it's I, I, I think that Wembley as a stadium, like even if you compare it to new grounds, even if you compare it to say Cardiff, where I went for an FA Cup final, Cardiff was brilliant. Loud, like the, the acoustics seem to be right. <laughs> Unlike here. Unlike here. Yeah. There you go. Having a few problems with my hopefully that might be a little bit better now. Yeah, so it's gone crack on. But yeah, it was as as a stadium as a stadium it doesn't do it for me, Wembley. Um as a match it was probably the most I've celebrated a goal since Drogba scored in Munich. Brilliant. Wow. Do you think yeah. Spurs will have real troubles there? Yeah, or? I think Tottenham are really gonna struggle this season there. I think Chelsea will struggle there next year. What? I think I think Wenger was talking about it when uh, when Arsenal played in Europe there a few years ago and how it was a massive mistake. You lose all home advantage, the other team raises their game. The atmosphere isn't anything like it's incomparable to what happened. Mm. You know, like just as an away fan, when I used to go to Tottenham at Tottenham, you, you know, the walk down Seven Sisters Road was grim. I'd occasionally get a train from Liverpool Street, and I'd be very, very wary getting off the, the train. In the ground, it was intimidating. It was hostile. It was partisan, and that just wasn't the case. It wasn't the case at all at Wembley, mm. and I think it's a shame. Yeah, for sure. I heard something from um, Joey Barton um, saying that. The, the another problem that you have at Wembley is the pitch is really soft. At the old grounds like Goodison Park, Anfield, apparently White Hart Lane, the pitches are really are quite hard. Yeah, I have no idea why, but he's saying because of that, it's it's going to stop you playing the fast passing football that you normally play. Yeah, and that's going to affect it as well. Also, they play NFL there, and like it's not yeah. it's not exclusively for football. The priority of Wembley Stadium isn't football. It's whoever's pay, paying the money at the time. And if that happens to be an NFL team, that's what will be going on. If, if Beyonce fancies a gig there, that's what will be going on. Yeah. Um, Tottenham are incidental to Wembley's plans, which isn't right. Mm. Good. <laughs> well brought up. Well done. Let's move on <laughs> immediately. Uh, Barcelona, obviously, uh, I can't believe what's happened. Our, uh, the kind of darling, the rosebud of European football. Everybody's second favourite team used to be sponsored by UNICEF. Give away all that sponsorship money and to this, where people are hacking their accounts just to make them look stupid. Um, it's a weird one. So just a little checklist of things that are going wrong for them currently because it's enjoyable. <laughs> he says with a smile. Uh, signing Paulinho, who, who can't do 30 seconds of kick-ups. This is 40 million euros. That was euro. wonderful, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a wonderful kick that's so the hot, super the hot... pressure keep you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> like, when sure. they get unveiling, they get, they're, they're, that must be the... You don't sleep the night before if you're being unveiled at the new camp in front of 30,000, whatever, five people. But he wasn't trying to do a trick. There's going to be a moment, but there's going to be a moment where you, the guy goes, there you go. Yeah, and his arsehole like, falls out <laughs> completely. He's like, but no. I can do 30 seconds of... Ki- well, yeah. I probably can't, actually. But, all right, all right so James can do 30 or, seconds. just don't. I'm, I have to, I'm not sure. Like, I just go straight knees, knees. I, Unless you're, unless you're 100% sure that you can do it in that environment, just don't. He hasn't got a choice. No, you don't have don't to do kick-ups. Yeah. Just do, yeah, just like, let's unroll it to you, do a little flick-up, or like, just ping it in, ping a few balls into the into the crowd. Get rid of it. Unless you know. That's not the Barcelona uh, yeah, way. Yeah, if in doubt, get it out. <laughs> if you, unless you are 100% sure that you can do 10, 20 seconds of kick-ups, don't. Rory, don't nah, risk nah, it. Nah, he has nah, to do nah, it. Nah. All right, what's an acceptable minimum, bare minimum? Like, I, I would say kick-ups... Just standard kick-ups of 30, 30 seconds. I reckon if you did, I reckon if you did ten, left, right, left, right, left, right, <laughs> and then and then volley it into the crowd. I yeah. think you could get away with that. I, I, I reckon risk it if you can't do it. I reckon harness your harness the, the kind of hard man midfield attitude. I'm not show pony. I'm here to win things. Exactly. Type of attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just go in there, boot one of the fucking Barcelona um, signs over. 
But uh, yeah, no, none of this nonsense. No, I'm not yeah. interested in this. And, and, yeah. and rifle it into the crowd. Yeah, not yeah, not like yeah. <laughs> not like chip it. So but it's not like it. isn't, this isn't Lee Catamol they're unveiling here. You'd go well, look, fair enough. Well, and I get what you do. It's Brazilian Lee Catamol. But I think you. Yeah, but it's Barcelona. I, You're gonna have to play in the Champions League. You should be able to do 30 seconds of keep. But as a fan, I appreciate that because I think I think a huge like. You appreciate that. I appreciate that. Bro, spend 40 million on someone. Can you do no? Somebody, oh, somebody who knows their limits. Like oh, he's, I like him. No, I like the cut of his jib. I do <laughs> like the cut of his jib because as a foot, if he, if that translates into the way that he plays a game, it's going to be good because he's not going to try things he can't do. Know your limitations, both as a man and as a footballer. Okay, let me spin that the other side. He's if that happens, he's clearly limited. <laughs> no, he's good at other stuff. He's good. At, I imagine that he's like you can you can at least create the myth that you're good at other stuff. Like when Chelsea would un, say Chelsea unveiled N'Golo Kante, I doubt that he was like doing loads of kick ups and flicks and stuff. He's just like no, not what I do, but watch when. Anybody tries to run past me, watch what's going to happen. Have you got money in this deal? Like, I don't know where you get no, no, this. Rory, from. I get the principle of what you're saying. I like that no nonsense. I know what my limitations are. It doesn't exist are. anymore. But it doesn't exist anymore. As an unveiling of a player, you that you have to be able to do 30 seconds of kickups at Barcelona. You do, but in if you La can't Liga. do them. Don't let people think that you can. Don't right. ever prove that you can't do that. Let like say he didn't do it that no, day. That, yeah. We wouldn't be having a conversation going. I don't think he can do the kickups. Yeah. But he tried. He failed, and now we know he can't. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, I don't, should have, it should shouldn't have, affect his career. Like, it's not the best start, is it? Do you know when you know if I'm this happens to me a lot? If I'm having a conversation with people and the conversation is too cerebral for me, they're all too clever. I sit there. I don't flag that I don't know what's going on. Just sit there and nod and, nod and hope that they don't know that you're an idiot. <laughs> Seen that. Don't prove. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. Don't prove that you don't know what's going on. Don't prove that you can't do the kick-ups. I've, I, I had that in the first couple of months of Bull Street when I go into meetings in, in the business room. You called in with the other commercial aspects, and the media industry is full of jargon and full of words that I just don't understand. And now I do understand, and I find myself using them, which is even more alarming. But they are the <laughs> right words to describe what you want to say. It's just their bollocks as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd sit there just like that looking. You used one yourself yesterday in a meeting. And everyone, everyone else was like, what? What's that? It's about like a, 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 a mid-roll pug. Um, oh, baiting, a baiting read. But that is the yeah. term used in the, yeah, you're right. It's fucking, I'm, a, I'm an arsehole. <laughs> Absolute arsehole. Um, so yeah, they've, they've signed Paulinho who, what do you think he's thinking at the moment? The whole world look, thinks he's a joke. No, he mm. don't care. He's loving life. Man. It must be hard. It'd be like if I got signed up by Barcelona. I, I'm a very, very limited football player. Yeah. If Barcelona signed me and I did and I messed up the kickups, I'd be buzzing. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm playing for Barcelona. Yeah, what are you doing with your day? Does the whole world think he's a joke or just England? Um. So the Chinese, the owner of the the football club, I can't pronounce their name. I don't know who it is. Garon something. Oh, Again, right, same thing. Good. Same thing. Don't, 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 don't yeah, sorry. Don't Fuck. There you go. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, Roy. You're so right. Um, yeah, he came out and said we've got like we've got 40 players in our squad that can do what Palinho did last year. <laughs> I don't know. There must be. Look, this, is, this dodgy, is a joke. What I'm about to say is a joke, right? There's nothing true in this. Okay, this is a joke. But there's got to be bungs in this deal, isn't there? Something ain't right. Something ain't right. <laughs> Something I agree. Does, Does he play it, really well for Brazil? Is that the thing? No, not that. No, no. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. I'm absolutely insistent that there are no bungs. It's just a joke. I'm sure there's something going on. <laughs> <laughs> we could do with the exposure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some bungs are going on. Um, yeah. So uh, and then, obviously, there's the, the the biggest thing, which is the Neymar fallout. So as it stands, they lost. 
198 million Neymar, Neymar, the kind of weird way that that deal happened, he had to buy his own contract. That money came from Qatari endorsement, uh, which was the exact amount of money that they need, more or less. He paid his way out of the contract. Um, Barcelona are now suing Neymar, 7.8 million. I can't remember what it was, that's bad, podcasting. And then, so Neymar's then countersued for a lack of uh, payment for, a, I think it was either loyalty, a loyalty payment or image mm. rights or something. Loyalty. Well, he didn't ask to leave. So <laughs> he's due a lot. Yeah, if you're sold without a request, then you, you, you're paid a loyalty bonus. It's madness. That's why That's why believe clubs force you to hand in a transfer request. Mm. So that you don't have to pay the loyalty fee. But he wants a loyalty bonus, but he bought his own contract out. <laughs> it, might, it might be an image rights thing. I, right. I, I need to check. Okay. <laughs> but, but the point is, is they're in this legal battle with an ex-player... It's coming across as proper salty from from Barcelona. They they they're behaving like brats, like suing an ex-player. They're Barcelona. They're supposed to be bigger than the the big, bigger than the players that they sign. But at the same time, that whole transfer feels obviously it's probably it's probably not illegal, but it feels very crooked. Yeah, it's definitely getting around financial fair play. It's and so you. It makes Barcelona feel like that. How the hell are you supposed to safeguard a player staying at your club anymore? The contracts are pointless. Uh, they're, they're, they're all they do because you can just get an investor to give you the money and go. Sorry, good point. I'm off. So um, you can something needs to be in place. But you have to, to be a player like Neymar to be able to do that. I guess so, but it's that's like, not Qatari. fair in itself. Yeah, it's definitely loopholes. But then we're in business now. We're not. This isn't a sport anymore. No. Unfortunately not. No. Um, Messi, come January the 1st, will be a free agent. Fucking Someone else gets in, that'd be mad. <laughs> that is madness. And the, th- and the fact is, as they've demonstrated, there are other clubs out there with ways of generating the money to sign him. Because there used to be a time where Messi would, could not be signed because he was too valuable. He had, what's it, he's, he's, there was no price. The, the, you could yeah, not yeah, buy him. Bonus, yeah. If you'd be in breach of financial fair pay if you bought him. But there are ways, there's loopholes. And I, I'm quite enjoying it. Do you know what? It, uh, people will forget that for a long, long time, Barcelona were okay. They were like, obviously, they were the, the big two teams, but Real Madrid won the, would win the league again and again. They, had won a, they, had, only had, they only won one cup in Europe until very recently. Until this era, they had very limited success in Europe. Yeah. It is a new, it is a new thing, this Barcelona brilliance. Yeah. And I think when they. What's good about it for Barcelona is that. That crop of players that came through, they did come through the um, the youth system, mm. and so it. I think Real Madrid are always going to win more trophies than Barcelona, overall, I think. But when Barcelona do win those trophies, it will be a much purer achievement than Real Madrid, who will just always buy their way to the top. Neymar also posed in a picture with the rest of, with eight or nine key members of the Barcelona squad saying, amigos, after this, this kind of legal stuff came out. So even the players are backing an ex-player. Like Barcelona are in a complete mess. Is it they they played De La Feu as, as their first choice right winger. We're going back to, we're going back to the old days of, you know, when Emmanuel Petit and Overmars, when they're kind of spent went to Barcelona yeah it's, it's been happening it's for a while it's drifting this, towards so. that like, do, you know, do you know when I was completely baffled do you remember when they signed Thomas Vermaelen yeah. that was a moment that was a moment when I was just thought what is going on at Barcelona like that isn't you know regardless of whether you rate Vermaelen or not he's not playing 
alongside Gerard Piquet. Like he's not that kind of player. Mm. And I just think I think they kind of got it wrong when Enrique left, and it felt like they were going to get Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo yeah. from you know it felt like the civilian manager was going to go there. He was I think Messi had endorsed him. Well, as soon as he took the Argentinian job, it seems to have changed everything. It does seem to have like had a massive impact both on and off the pitch. However, I concede that there are issues. Some of the signings have been odd. Paulinho, Douglas, they had a very, very dodgy right-back, uh, the French lad, um, Matthew, I think his name is. But we're talking about crisis here. This isn't a crisis. This is a crisis, you know, we, we bandy this word around so often, so regularly. Barcelona are still a dazzling football club with an incredible first eleven. They're not a club in crisis. They're a club going through a few issues, mm. but they are not a club in crisis. Seems like a crisis to me. It feels like That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think, um, I guess it's just they've, they've hit such heights yeah. consistently. Anything lower than that, you but go, oh, hang on. I'll... They have every advantage in the league, in, in the world. They, they are, they could essentially buy any player they want. Not they, Coutinho. They, he, well, we'll come on to Coutinho <laughs> in, in, in a second. But they, to, for them to get into this situation where Messi's in his last year of his contract, he's a free contract, he's a free agent in three months, yeah. four months. Maybe that goes towards what Wenger was saying that this is going to happen more and more. Yeah. That players, players are just going to go. What? Like, no. No, no, it will happen more and more if clubs are afraid to sell their, their best players. If you're afraid to let a player go and you feel like you can't replace him and you don't have the coaching ability to sort this problem out, then yeah, it's going to happen more and more. But it's yeah. your prerogative to get the money when they're at their most valuable. If he's two years left of his contract, you sell him. It doesn't matter how good he is, or you lose him for free, which is unacceptable in my opinion. Sanchez and and Özil and, and Oxley Chamberlain going into the last year of their contract is craziness. Wenger said that he's happy for that to happen, though, hasn't he? Wenger has said that he will take the hit, take the financial hit, in order to get the best team available to him this year. Mm. Which, in a way, I have a bit of respect for. I mean, it doesn't make any business sense. What, what happens? Well, do you know what, the reason why it, it, they're less nervous about it now? I was reading this article, um, City AM, it's like financial fair play, basically explaining what it was and and if it's actually made any difference, especially when people were spending so much money on transfers this year. But what what makes it work is that you're buying these players, and that's why young players are going for so much money now. Because you buy them on a four-year deal. For example, Bernardo Silva, I think, was part of the article. Um, you buy them for forty-five million, but you're actually only putting forward nine million that year, and then nine million the next year, nine million the year after yeah. that, and that's how you get get through it. And five years ago, might be getting the numbers wrong here, but about five years ago, ninety-nine percent of the money that clubs were getting, they were putting back out onto players. Mm. So when that is your kind of model, you need to be making money off the assets no. that you've got because you need to put it back in. Apparently last year it was about 49% for Premier League clubs. Mm. So if you lose out on the 60 million that you're going to get from Sanchez, it's not as big of a yeah, loss as it was five years ago. Yeah. And that's why if this continues in this, in this state, then it's okay for those guys to go. You're better off just having them for now. Mm. I, I, I see that. And, and it does make sense to me. But I think... I think it's important to try and bring it back to football and from a business sense yeah it makes sense I would never even pretend to, that I have an understanding of what makes a good business model nod. or whatever just I just nod hope for the best absolutely but football teams like football if, if, I, if I were an Arsenal fan yeah. I would 
be far more up for my club holding on to Shea Sanchez having a far more uh, likely chance of winning the league this year so take the hit financially have have Alexis Sanchez score 25 goals for you this season potentially win the league and lose him is far better than selling him playing Danny Welbeck up front not winning the league and having 60 million quid in the bank mm. it's about football it's about what happens on the pitch the game is about glory yeah um but it's also trophies. It's but, not. A, it's not about. But it's also about sustained success because Arsenal fans would take Sanchez. All of them would want to keep Sanchez and Özil. Let their contract run run down. That that's the passionate, heartfelt side of him because they want success this season. But they also want it next season and they want it the season after. As champions, though, and, as champions going into the Champions League as in pot one, you're going to be in a strong position to sign players as well. I I, I think for me, everything should come back to what happens. What's the first eleven? Mm. Not. What's our, what's our turnover? I think that's a business term, right? Yes. What's our turnover? See, I can <laughs> sound natural. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so you know, in the comments, if you're watching live on YouTube, um, we're, we're going to have like a, a question section at the very end of the show. So think about some of the questions you might want us to answer, and then we'll drop them in the comments, and we'll answer them live. Uh, anything you like. doesn't have to be football-related. Business. Yeah. Business. Yeah. Business. How many key ups can you do? Uh, I don't know. Have we got any stories for birds and that yet? Any stories for birds? Yeah, you got any, any updates on your... Um, any... I've been away for a couple of weeks, haven't I? Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe I'll have something for you next week. You've been slaying online, though. <laughs> You've been slaying online, yeah. Tinder in, Tinder in Italy. Right it's a week. Weak game out there. No way. There's no, no way a Tinder in Italy is going to be weak. Yeah, it's like both so sides. Yeah. The men are striking, the yeah, women are beautiful. Really are. They really are. They are. They're bronzed as well. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like them. They like puffer jackets. They love shi- a shiny they puffer jacket. Like they love they a love, puffer jacket. They love a shiny puffer jacket, yeah. What? Yeah. Ooh, when, yeah. Na- when Napoli played Chelsea... <laughs> no, no, not so. When Napoli played Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, there was a, like, a mob of Napoli fans coming down the front road. To a man, shiny puffer coat, yeah. sunglasses, yeah. big sunglasses, big Victoria Beckham-type sunglasses. What? To a man, white trainers. What? Yeah. What? what? That's not stylish. Oh, it's stylish. Well, we haven't worked together in the winter yet. Wait till the... Well, sorry. Is that, what, is that what you take your? There's a few comments about your uh, your attire actually as well. Oh, no. Where do you get those tiny yellow shorts from? Sometimes they're lessy, so it depends. It depends. These, I believe, I'm unsure. I'm unsure. <laughs> what uh, What do you think about this, about this business of uh, Conte going and Tuchel coming in? I think it's nonsense. I pray it's nonsense, but mm. it can't. It can't be based on anything. I mean, it's it's a story that's originated in Germany. I think. I don't see how there's any mileage in it, and I can't give this any oxygen. Please don't. It's it can't be true. Just because you don't want it to be doesn't mean we can't talk about showcases it. Showcases that literally he didn't what? want to talk about QPR yeah. getting pumped. Yeah. Okay. In fairness, that's that's a good point. Uh, it showcases that wh- whatever you've done, ever, <laughs> e- however recent, and however high, however top of the tree you are, you're always on the like, brink. You're always on the sacked. brink of yeah of going. Yeah. It's mad. Is it mad? But it's, it's exciting. I mean, for a Spurs fan, yeah, I guess. But for a Chelsea fan, it's, it's just... You're right, you don't want to give it oxygen because it's nonsense. It's like Holloway. I just think Con- talking about Conte, it. Is, uh, Conte is, the, is the best manager in the league. He is incredible. If, there's a, if this story does have any sort of truth to it, mm. I, will, I will be livid. Like, for the first time ever, I mean, I, I know that lots of people like to say, oh, you know, you, you, you need consistency with managers, you need to give them time, you need... And there is a school of thought that suggests that's correct. However, there is also a paradigm that allows you to not do that. There's a, there's a paradigm that says 
do you know what? We're going to have a manager for two years, an impact manager. He's going to come in. He's going to win the league. He's going to go a bit wrong. He's going to leave. Someone else is going to come in for two years. He's going to win the league and the cup. Mm. And the turnover con- con- uh, continues along those lines. This, I, I've... That's what you're used angry. to, aren't you? Yeah, Chelsea fans get angry at that. They want the consistency. I don't. I love trophies. No, yeah. I'm from a generation... I'm, I'm, I'm old, man. I'm from a generation where we never won anything. I, I love winning trophies. And... If, if I remember those best, days. If the best way to do that, the days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can empathise. Well, what you're, all you're doing there is you're just saying I was there when we were shit. That's fine. Yeah. Which is a good. This yeah, is a, a good flag. But, but, but it also is for me that trophies are the be all and end all. That's yeah. a that's the point. And if you if you get those trophies by having a rapid turnaround, a manager, so be it. Yeah. This isn't that. Does that I love but, Antonio? Does that feel soulless so though? No, not at all. The, the, the soul doesn't come from... No, but it, is it not that you're not going... I just I know where this is coming from from you. No, because, no it's not. No, it's... the soul doesn't come from... I mean, we both support clubs who have rapid turnovers and managers, and I wouldn't say that either. Do, does Rangers feel soulless when you lose Mark Hughes? Or, I don't... Yeah, I mean, so... <laughs> I think it does. I think if, that's why... That's, I mean, that's why I go on about Holloway, because I want a club that has, has soul. And that's why, like, if you got rid of uh, Wagner at Huddersfield... Because they got relegated, yeah. Then w- there's no credit in the bank. There's no like. There's, diff- there's no human I, interaction between in in terms of keeping uh, of of well, your club. It's just like next, next, because we just want that. We just want the silver thing. But I don't know. So I don't think. So, I mean, when you talk about the soul and the heartbeat of a club, I think it. I think a, a, a club beats for a lot more reasons than its manager. And but that manager is the leader. And it's it's the manager that inspires everyone else. That's what that's what that's what transformed Chelsea from winning FA Cups with Ruud Hillett or whatever to Mourinho being the best team, being probably one of the best teams in Europe. And all the money, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. But yeah, but course. but he he's walked through the door yeah. and he gave you a different identity. I, I think the the dream scenario is to have a manager who comes in, forms a legacy, and does a Wenger or Ferguson. That's the dream scenario. That's not the be-all and end-all, though. I can live in a world where Chelsea have a rapid turnover of managers and win a lot of trophies, apart from this time. Apart from this time? Oh, if, they, if, if there is anything in Flav's delighting uh, in, in bringing up this point, but if there is anything in this, yeah, I mean... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'll be livid. I'll be, this, is, this is very much a go-down-the-training-ground-and-like-a-flare sort of situation. This cannot... This like they cannot. <laughs> just yeah, you. yeah, just me standing there with a the flare. It's a one man. It's a one man process. Yeah. No, but uh, that that can't happen this time. Just just in my defence, I'm not delighting in it. I'm as, a, as the anchor of this podcast, just bringing in the hot topics. Would right, you? With a massive grin. Here's one for you then. Would you swap Pochettino? No. For Wenger, if you then got two FA Cups. No. No. So that goes against. No, yeah, but Venga, Venga, Venga's such a loaded suggestion. All right, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Clock. No, no. What Again, so loaded. Okay, it's me. Like Sam Pauli, someone who has no him. affiliation to an English club. No, I love Pochettino so much. He's my. He's like, I want him to be my dad. I love him. So, I mean, I love my dad. He's a good dad. But Pochettino would be better because you look at him. That's how I feel about Antonio Conte. Yeah. And it'd be great as well. Cause I've probably got a better relationship now than I do with my own dad. So that, that, that he, oh, wow. he basically is. But yeah. if Pochettino yeah. doesn't get a trophy in the next, say, two years... Do there you are, look, I, I get your you point. Want, for me... All the stuff that he's worked and brought through and developed all those players and created a spirit and created a unity between you and, and the players that are there, is that all washed away because you haven't won a couple of trophies? I get what you're saying. For me, I don't care because I'm, I'm enjoying... I enjoy Pochettino and the way we play so much. And even then we lost against Chelsea, as hard as that was, it was about him going for, for glory and, and trying to win that game. We could have sat back and took a one-all. Yeah. And, you know, in, 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 in the length of the season, that's much more valuable to us than, than, than what actually happened. I don't think you happened. could, mate. You couldn't do that at home in your first game at Wembley. You can't, you can't but, take but, a one-all. But what I'm saying is a six, with six minutes left, you could play that out. So you could actually pick up... Sh- sh- but what we actually went, we went for it. We had the bit by the teeth and we thought we could win that game, which would have been incredible. And if we had, I'd been talking about that game for years. Yeah. But the fact is, we lost. What I'm saying is, is that mentality, that what he's created at Spurs is not something we've had ever yeah. in my lifetime. Really. Do you know what I would say in, in your defence, my uh, ignorance, is that I don't know what it's like to mm. be up there and have to be up there. So I'm going on the understanding that we could have an, we could really galvanise our squad this year, QPR, and do something and sneak into the playoffs. I mean, that would be ridiculous. But if we do go up, then it's very likely we'll probably then have to go back down because we're a small club. And mm. so when you've got that fluctuation, you're yeah. looking for something a bit more than that. Yeah. Does it, does it trouble you that Pochettino, up until this point, he's not a winner? Like is that an is that an issue for a Tottenham fan? Genuinely, like I don't think he's won a trophy in his life, has he? I don't give a shit, really. I don't mind. I'm not. I'm not. But it would be nice to win something, um, you know. But the only annoyance is it's a stick, isn't it, for for anyone to go. It doesn't impact. It, it does. No, it's, it's so much more than that. It's it's it is a stick, but it's also you're not coming back on this podcast. <laughs> right? You're enjoying this too want much. Some well. Yeah, go on. Sorry, it's not a stick. It's a, it's a tree. <laughs> I just. I mean, I think it's a. I, I'm. 
I'm asking the question genuinely. There's more challenges for Tottenham winning winning the league than there are Chelsea, Man City, Man United. All, all of those three, all of those three. If one of them can only win the league, the two have had a massive failure this year. Um, with Tottenham, we're, we're we're performing so far beyond what our resources should allow us to do that you have to adopt an element of realism about it. We had two challenges at the league where we really had no right to do it. It's just Pochettino's brilliance that got us there. But to say he's not a winner. And to say, you know, if he goes, we're fucked. It's a clever spin, though, because he he didn't fall to either of the clubs you were referencing. He fell to Ranieri's Leicester. Who everybody did, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you were saying like, it's very difficult for Tottenham to compete with, you know, Chelsea, Man City or whatever. Yeah. You're, you're correct. But ultimately, Pochettino fell not to either of those. But every club did in that season. I, I forget Pochettino yeah. did. We couldn't keep up with him, but no one could. Yeah. So would you rather have a would you rather have a manager who is going to have say it's 6 years. In 6 years he's going to have he's going to win one trophy and get to a final and have mediocre seasons where he doesn't fulfill expectations or a manager in Pochettino wherever he's been he's exceeded expectations with that squad that he's got. We will get Surely to Pochettino. We, but that will come. Surely what, that will come. Yeah, in yeah, time. But he's not, he hasn't won anything. But he's, he, where Tottenham were when he when he found us, we were in disarray. We we just come off of Sherwood. I think oh, was, was it Sherwood? I don't know. Yeah, it feels yeah, like, yeah, it feels like that. And we brought in this guy, and he, he transformed the club. It, the belief we have in our team now is like nothing I've ever experienced before, which is like having winning something because it's changed the way I feel about my football club. It used to be just something I had to stoically plow through. I love Tottenham. We're much more than just a football club, but ultimately we're shit on the football pitch. <laughs> what we've got now is something to actually believe in and hold on to. Yeah, yeah, I can and see we that. could, where, where, if Pochettino stays with us, the new stadium comes, the new finances come, and we're actually able to compete on a level with Chelsea yeah. and, and Arsenal uh, and pay the wages. If then happens in three years' time and we're still just the nearly men, then obviously we have to have a look here. But at the moment, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the football and that's all that matters. That's all that matters to me. I know that's he hasn't won anything, but, but it's, it's really an issue for people outside of Spurs at the moment. But there are some Spurs fans that are saying he's got to win something. What's inevitable? That they'll win something? Yeah, I think, I think if, he's, if, he's, if he exceeds his expectations and develops the players... It's a decade since they It's not inevitable. It's inevitable that Pochettino will win trophies in his career. Can we move on? Sorry. Coutinho, let's talk about him. <laughs> I know, but it's just... Uh, it, but 138 million. Liverpool should take it. Yeah, it's mad things. Liverpool should take it. Madness. Apparently these are should the Should they like, take it this late to the... Barcelona window? will not give up. Coutinho desperate to leave. Klopp saying it. there's no issue. But the, ultimately, if Klopp, wants to, uh, Klopp doesn't want to sell, the club eventually will just sanction the transfer. Just, it's an insane amount of money. It's so much money. And look, he's a, he's a marvellous player. I know there's so so many uh, strings to his bow. He's got so, he's got so much talent. I know all that. Mm. But he's not even Liverpool's best player. Sell him. Get That is so much money. That is insane. And like I say, I think Sadio Mane is more, more of a threat anyway. I think I think when Chelsea play Liverpool, the thought of Sadio Mane running at Gary Cahill fills me with dread. The thought of Coutinho pinging one in from thirty-five yards, of course it does. But nothing you can do about that anyway. Yeah, yeah. But isn't uh, for those top teams you can't just have one guy anymore? So they've that's got the several. Point? They've, got they've got Salah, they've got that Mane, and that's an, a money. That's money you can't turn down for him. Yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> But are, are they going to be able to replace him as well at this, at this moment in time? I mean, I think there's two ways of looking at players. it. 
They can spend 80 million replacing him and still have 60 million pound in credit. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think there's, I, I don't think it's the end of the world if you go, you sell Coutinho because he doesn't want to be there and you go, Van Dyke, here's way too much money for you. Mm. Just come here and play centre back because they, they need that guy. So, but if you keep, if you have a front four of Salah, Coutinho, Mane, and um, Firmino up front, that's just, that's right up there with everyone else. Uh, this is some of the comments coming in. Marius Nilsson says, we can't replace him. Uh, Meza Izil says, Coutinho is overrated by Liverpool fans. He's a good player, but not Liverpool's best player. Uh, Brandon says, I'm glad teams can stand up to Barca now. Oh, it's only a matter of time, I think, mate. Um, he's on his way, in my opinion. Um, Silly Fisher, Cun, he said, we need a replacement if he leaves and other clubs will put their prices up for their players. That's true. Coutinho is not even worth 90 million, let alone 138 million says I mean Roy yeah on on the basis of the player itself then yeah but the Barcelona needs someone and you and Liverpool don't want to get rid of him so that's what makes it go through the route mm. yeah for sure did you see um uh, 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 what's your feeling now w- will he go to Barcelona this transfer window will James get his hundred pound from um Callum who Cameron. <laughs> Cameron, sorry, who, who works up there. So, so Cameron said to him, he was so confident, he was co confident that Coutinho wasn't leaving, he would give James £100. Just give me it. Just give well, me it. You don't have to. I'm going to do anything, mate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, so, so will James, James get his £100? Yes. Uh, no. And then it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's gone for sure. Oh, I'd love that. Uh, did you see, just a quick one, did you see uh, Real Madrid played Deportivo? Uh, they won 2 0. Ramos got sent off for something like the 40th time in his career, or so 20, 27th. Do you? I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's definitely so got Chelsea, Chelsea all over he's him. He's a winner. He's a winner. You'd love him in his team. He's a prick. Do you he's, like he's him? irrelevant. He's okay. not my mate. I don't want to go out for dinner with him. Of course you do. Cool. Craig, 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 Craig likes, likes him as well. Loves a villain. Loves a villain. Right. Sergio Ramos, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, in what respect? Would you like him playing at Brentford? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. What a stupid question. What a stupid question. I mean, I, I, yeah, he's quality. Don't get me wrong. Um, anyway, so more but than the a liability. Well, more he's a winner. He's a winner. But more, more than more than the, more than the sending off. Um, Modric kicked the ball out so that Deportivo player could get treatment. Um, just a few minutes earlier, Deportivo refused to kick the ball out. Modric showed the humility of a man. Let's leave his character at that one side, given yeah. the stuff he's going through. Showed the humility on a football pitch to care about another player. I think the right thing to do. Certainly when you're Real Madrid playing Deportivo, it's not like... What was the score? At the time, I don't know. Okay. But there's still, you know, I think it might have been 1-0. Anyway, um, Ramos runs up to Modric and says, why did you kick it out? Why did you kick it out? Runs to his own player. Why? Why did you <laughs> kick it out? They didn't kick it out for us, like a child. Yeah. Um, what's your opinion on this rule? Um... It, should you leave it up to the referee, or should the player use his? Um, no, I think I think a player decision. a player can use his own discretion in that circumstance. Definitely, if you're playing football and you know that somebody's hurt, it's your responsibility to kick it out. The thing I would say here is, the person, the people on the pitch are most qualified to have this conversation. Mm. So, the guy afterwards got straight up. He was fine. There was no issue. It seems like Ramos knew that. Ramos knew that it was a ploy from the lad to stay down longer than was necessary. I don't know. To slow the play down. No, no but Ramos' Ramos's reaction did, would suggest that, that. His leg could have been in bits no. half off and he would play on. Uh, <laughs> For sure. He would. Ramos. He would play on. Yeah, he'd just play on. Uh, hey, he's a tart. 
Ramos. No, he's saying that he's saying that you play on if somebody else was down. Right. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, what what I'm saying is that that's the problem. Is that so often, nine, 99% of the time, players are play acting injured or feigning injury. Exactly. So I don't think that it should you should ever kick it off if a player's injured ever. It's up, uh, currently it's up to the referee to stop it. It's not up to the play. It isn't. And what happens is the opposition team stop, don't they? The opposition team stop and stop gest- then, uh, gesticulating. Then run the through out. them and smash it in the goal and teach them a lesson. That's what I think. <laughs> is that what you think? Yeah, one hundred percent. Really, just crack on. Yeah. Okay. Unless someone's like bleeding or fitting or or, or their legs clearly. In broken. which case, it would be kicked out anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah People are free, freaking out. But yeah. when you, it's the players' fault for feigning injury, they created this. this. Yeah, but yeah. Do you they remember have, that yeah. Decanio incident when he caught the ball? It was at Goodison Park, I think. Yeah. yeah. Cross came in. He could have scored, and he caught it. That was great. Like I thought that was, that, and that was just done in the spirit of fair play, wasn't it? Well, I think I don't think it was great. I think that was about his ego. He yeah. wanted to be the one. If I, I've got about. It's a mid-table game. I'm not, meant nothing. Yeah, I'm not going to. Sc- you know, I might not score this goal, yeah. but what I will get is applauded. Yeah, I might play be a Nazi, but watch this. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe actually, I suppose that's it. It is kind of interesting because you, you're right. Like, I think 15 years ago, you should kick it out because no one's going down unless they're hurt. Yeah. It was a now it's nonsense. Yeah. You can't trust people. Yeah. So unless it's a head, head injury. Which Football. often even that's bollocks. Footballers are liars yeah. and deceivers. I know. So, uh, case by case basis. But success, <laughs> success has become so important in football that they'll do anything to win because they're winners. And oh. doesn't matter what kind of human being they are as long as they're a winner. <laughs> Speaking right of which, Spurs have, uh, are looking, it uh, looks likely that we're going to be signing uh, a, a player, I can't pronounce the name. You should oh, have yeah. flagged it there. Oh, yeah. just, yeah. See, this is this. Is, you could, we can just the way that to, the way to get into that. Read that. Is to, the way <laughs> the way to get into yeah. that is to just go. Spurs going to find a new fullback, aren't they, James? And I'm supposed to know. It's on me then, isn't Surge. it? Surge. Surge. Oh, Oh, yeah. I think. And he is a excellent right back, like a perfect replacement for Walker. He's he would be brilliant, right? He's only. How do you know that? Windy told me on the podcast last okay, night. All right, fair enough. Um, he and he knows lots about football. Yeah, you trust that? No, I do actually. Um, he they bring him on to change the game from right back. That's how good he is going forward. Right? Okay. But his third choice sounds tra- like a winger. Sounds like Marcus Alonso. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> two, two great games. He's got there. a wand of a got a left foot. A wand. <laughs> of a left foot. Left foot Alonso. Oh, right. um, so uh, yeah, they, they, he's a third choice right back though currently because he's mental. Right. He, he's mad. Um, he's punched a policeman before. <laughs> Hit uh, the old copper. Uh, he has uh, called um, Frank... No, uh, what's his Laurent name? Laurent Blanc. Laurent Blanc. Laurent Blanc. I'm doubting myself now. <laughs> Shit, it's just nod. <laughs> Laurent Matt Leblanc. Matt Leblanc. Matt Leblanc. He called Matt Leblanc. <laughs> oh, someone's piped up. <laughs> well, you, I thought, Craig's I thought Craig, you don't like talking. Yeah. Matt Leblanc is an actor. Yeah, no, yeah. Laurent Blanc. Laurent Blanc. Yeah. 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 Let's move on, lads. Uh, Laurent Blanc, uh, he, he called him uh, a derogatory homophobic slur. I don't want to repeat. And he also said uh, Ibrahimovic would be gets buggered by um, Blanc. So he has. He's not. He doesn't mince his words. No. Um, he went onto Periscope to do that. So it was on the vibe. And he and the uh, key. He, he's he's kind of refused to apologise as well. He's said no. Well, he has apologised. He said, "I'm sorry for calling." Blanc a beep. homophobic yep. slur. Homophobic slur. Insert homophobic slur. Don't. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't said that the word he used is it should never be used. 
you know what I mean? He's, he's apologised to Blanc, but not apologised for the language he used, which some Spurs fans, some ones have strong moral grounding and moral fibre, you'd argue, um, are saying we shouldn't sign him no matter how good he is. My, I, I'm kind of, I have to be in that position. Cause well, I'm, you wouldn't, you don't want him to sign. I, I, I do want him to sign for footballing reasons. I find it hard to balance that with the stuff he's done previously. Um, I'm, I'm amazed Pochettino wants to go near it. This he's is not the other kind thing, of guy, is yeah. He? Unless, unless they've they've spoken to him and they realise actually, or maybe he just needs you know arm and a shoulder kind yeah. of thing. Um, but where, where are you lot? Where, where, where do you... I mean, I, I, the fact is, if he comes to Spurs, has a blinding season, we, we challenge for league or win it because of his dominance on that right-hand side, or it will be not, forgotten pretty imagine quickly. Imagine not signing him and not winning the league for that reason. Um, is, that, is that a price worth paying? That'd be one of, I think for a lot a of people, lot factors, but if you can buy A lot it. of people, it would be, yeah. I think they're more important than the, uh, the, the Spurs be, uh, are considered a club with uh, solid then, What about ethical... Trippier? I thought he was good. Is he not good now? He's good. Is he? Yeah, not as good as this guy. Right. He's good. Don't you need a. You need cover. You're going back to the loyalty thing, aren't you? And throwing people, casting them aside. Like, who's good and who's not? Like, are well, they want, good or they're not? Well, you want all the good. It's like Rooney, like all the Man United fans think Rooney's good now. Oh, is he? <laughs> it wasn't last year or the year before that. Or the years before that. He's taking this defeat really badly. It's not, mate. I just like. Uh, there's a few rants inside me that's slowly been building up. Yeah. It's a nonsense of football. Certain on. football Go fans. Go on. Well, this is like, make your mind up, Spurs fans. Is Trippier the man or not? He's, he's a man. But the point right. You're allowed to have more than one I'm right back, yeah. uh, uh, So the question is, should a Tottenham morally Object to that transfer. It also if is, they sign him? Another caveat is he's not currently allowed to set foot in England. <laughs> morally vacuous. <laughs> yeah. Is that correct? It's a great term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it how like, I'm kind of like slightly trying to dig him out and he's trying to slightly dig you out <laughs> and you're slightly, slightly digging me out. It's so funny. Morally vacuous. I, look, I, I don't Arsper, think... Arsper, that's your title, Gav. Arsper's morally vacuous. If they make the signing. I think... Look, let's talk about what he said. Yes, it was appalling. It, the, the language that he used is cr- was created to dehumanise uh, homosexuals. It was a terrible term. He shouldn't have said it. Mm. He should have certainly apologised for saying it. But can he do a job for you at right back? <laughs> <laughs> and do you need him? Mm. And I mean, like, I mean, it's all very well now for people to get a little bit moralistic and and superior, but. West Ham fans chant Paolo Di Canio's name because he can score brilliant bicycle kicks. They don't let their, they don't let his politics it's, get in the way. It's of not that. right though, is it? Like they um, shouldn't. No, I mean Craig would like to speak. What Craig? Marcus Alonso is a murderer and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Alonso is a murderer and I don't care. It's true. Not the thoughts of Ball Street as a whole. No. Those of the thoughts of Craig and uh, Chelsea Football say. Club, clearly. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't care twice this way. <laughs> fuck off. I mean, there's there's <laughs> lots of clubs have had players with who have brought the game into disrepute, and mm. their own personal politics are questionable, and their own personal uh, the way that they behave and conduct themselves is appalling. Jack Wilshire talks about England being English. You've got like John Terry, the saga around that. There's lots of issues. Should I, I mean look? Of course, it's such a contentious issue, and Tottenham would be wrong to not seriously think about it. He'll have to, you know, the proud what are they call the proud Lily Whites or something like that. Is yeah. that a, yeah? They'll need to be 
consulted, I imagine they'd be anti the move. Yeah, absolutely. But if he apologises, if he can, oh, I don't know. I mean, don't know. Is, what do you want? Like, you're, you're, this is this concerns your club. Do you want him to sign for you? This is my podcast, and I can answer what I like. So uh, we'll leave it there. <laughs> I, don't uh, see, I, 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 I just think, look, what I, uh, is, I understand why people are upset. I understand why people are upset, and I, and I want, I don't want Spurs to be considered a football club that puts aside these things in the uh, in the pursuit of glory. I think there are some caveats to to, to winning the league. Um, so that's why I feel. I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, if he comes, he will be an incredible... Do these kind of player. transfers ever really work out? What, like, what, what kind of... The guy's what? clearly, like, nutty. Um, you're talking about kind of, like, Gattuso going around. No, nah, Gattuso was all right, wasn't he? But, like, Balotelli... Yeah. Doesn't work, does it? These guys that, like... Oh, I mean, Tarrat right, worked for a bit... But he's. I mean, that's a different yeah. kind of thing. Well, we'll see. Look, ultimately, I trust in. I, I, tr- I trust in. Um... What do you think? What do you think the the? So you know, us having this discussion and listeners on the podcast. What do you think the average football fan thinks here? Sign uh, they up. absolutely don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I would say eighty percent of Spurs fans are just, just, just sign him. Sign if he's him good, on. sign him. If if he comes in, and he is the best right back in the league. I think a lot of it will be forgotten. That's really. Trippier, isn't it? Well, that was Trippier. <laughs> But Trippier is currently. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, talking about, sorry, you're talking about Eng- England's Kieran Trippier. England's Kieran Trippier. I'm going to absolutely love it when Trippier starts the World Cup right back as right back ahead of Walker. Just saying. Okay. And drop out of group stage. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, Let's be optimistic. <laughs> go on then. So anyone listening or watching still, sorry, on um, on the YouTube page. Still. Uh, that's few. That's still that's, here. Two hundred and forty concurrent watchers. Not bad for a long. Uh, send in your questions now, and we'll answer, answer them. A lot of people are concerned about why James is so extra feisty. If you missed the start of the podcast, Brentford pumped them in, on their own turf, and um, uh, yeah, sixth in the league, though. Six. They are sixth in the league. Uh, so yeah. would have taken this start. Do you know what? I tweeted this as well. I would have taken the pumping. Yeah. To be to have seven points in the league. You're a club that needs a cup run, though. We fucking do. You're a horrendous club that needs a cup run. It's Queen's Park Rangers. Oh. They've won like two third round FA Cups since FA Cup games since I've been born. The yeah. last time we won a third round, uh, no, sorry, any tie in ninety minutes. Um, yeah, is nineteen ninety seven. What? Yeah, I know. It's mental. Oh. So that includes. That includes oh, first round yeah. against Vauxhall Motors. Vauxhall Motors, that Loftus Road That's, as well, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. And, you just and throw them away. You just don't put out. I think it's one where we're like, we're just, what we do is what we did last night is where we make, we make some changes or we'll play someone, we always get a, a tie of someone who's doing well in our league at their place or we'll like get a night. Premier League team. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, no, not them, obviously. So, so quick, some quick-fire answers to these questions. Max Barlow says, will Everton win a trophy this year? Maybe. Brilliant. Rooney will, yes. I've got, I'm gunning for I want Everton to you do well. You bloody love Wayne I Rooney. I love redemption. Wayne Rooney. But you're the one that's created this this, like, this, this issue. With, I think with everyone should be treated, treated with a bit of respect if they achieve stuff. Uh, Multi Robo Ghost says, "What do you think of Liverpool versus Hoffenheim? Obviously, second leg, the two one up. Um, Liverpool, uh, Liverpool will be in the Champions League draw Thursday. It'd be funny if Hoffenheim won, though, wouldn't it? 
that's why he said that. <laughs> He's happy to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's true. It's a really tough to- uh, draw for them yeah. to get. Um, Two one away from home, you're flying though. Yeah, should yeah. be alright. Yeah, you'll be fine. They need massive, a massive disaster if they, they don't go through. Um, Daniel Versha says, "Are Huddersfield the best team to have ever played in the Premier League?" Uh, ever. Yeah, best team ever in the Premier League. I would say that perhaps a Man United treble winning team could pip them. Um, maybe Chelsea team that accrued 95 points. Tough, Arsenal though. Invincibles. After that, maybe yes. I yeah. want uh, Huddersfield to go down. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? I, I would agree. Do you know where it is? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Adam? What, what, what? thread is it on? Are you, are you sick of? Oh, yeah. Are you sick of Matt's Matt. Matt's face and seeing his gloating? That's genuinely it for me. What? Just really? Matt? Yeah, Matt's. I think I've deleted it somewhere. No, I haven't. There it is. Right. What? Right. Talking about the little championship. Yeah, every time you speak, you just belittle. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> football team right. QPR Brentford happened. Fine. Nothing to do with him. Yep. Nothing to do with Matt. Yet I get this voice message. Supposed to be saying. What are you laughing at? <laughs> the fact that QPR lost for one against Brentford. Yeah. <laughs> shame, James. Shame, James. Shame, James. Shame. Uh, that is what that was unnecessary. You're right. That, that was so this is on. Well, obviously, they're recording this. That is why Huddersfield will go down this season. And Matt, it was your fault. <laughs> wow, but he's got a lot of credit with the footballing gods. So maybe, maybe he's running right. out. Uh, Play Adam's <laughs> Uh, all right, quickly, come on. Busy, 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 bumble. Busy, busy, bumble. Busy, busy, bumble, bees. All right, all right. Well, it's, it's, it's descending to a farce, hasn't it? Um, just quickly, what do you think of... Um, well, actually, we'll just to end, just to give you a little bit back, because you've been quite um, abrasive on this podcast really? what about Spurs yeah I think so Yeah, <laughs> we're going to fall out for sure uh, Diego Costa's situation yeah it's over it's, it's completely over and he needs to come back I think even uh, the Atletico president has said come back to London come back to Cobham sort it out and engineer this transfer yeah it's sad I, I love the bloke like, nothing will ever stop me loving him I mean I wish him well in the future but it's over it's just, we just need it over we just need it to, to be finished mm. But you can't leave till January, so you're going to have to pay him up until then. Yeah, I, th- I think that there's probably a way of getting him out of the club and going on loan. Like, you know the way Torres went to Atletico via AC Milan? Right. I feel like there's some sort of route for him. Well, they, no, I'm sure they've got a transfer ban until January. Yeah. yeah. Atletico, he should go to Palace on loan. Just go to Palace. What I'm saying is he'll do six months playing. He'll go to AC or something. He'll go anywhere. anywhere. Any club would be lucky to have him. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want him at Spurs. Um, you no? would. You would. Well, he's a bit of an arsehole, isn't he? Yeah. Well, like Aurier. Yeah. <laughs> just get them all. Fuck it. I, I'm, I'm thinking too much. Stop. Let's just get all of the players. Sign Di Canio. Yeah. Bring yeah. Lady King out of retirement. The biggest yeah. dickhead footballers. <laughs> Costa, Di Canio, Fabregas. Aurier, Fabregas, John Terry. Fabregas. He's a dick. How's Fabregas in that? He's just a dick. Oh, yeah. He's he? scum. <laughs> he's scum. But he, you're, you putting, you're putting him in such bad company. Whether you like him or not, like, he doesn't deserve that company. What, the cameo? Yeah. Uh, Alonso left back, murderer. Yeah, John Terry. John Terry. Um, um, Lady King? Oh, what's he done? Decent team, 
Lady King, that's <laughs> Lady Lady, 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 I, I, can't, I, don't, I can't say anything about Lady King because I'm hoping to get him on my podcast and I love him, so don't put me in that situation. Thanks. What's he done wrong? <laughs> let's let's uh, leave this. Is this <laughs> should, that, let's, let, can we just stop? Stop fucking hell. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. We might want to talk to these people one day, for Christ's sake. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for joining us, James. That has been a lovely podcast. I've enjoyed it. Have you? Yeah, for sure. Actually, yeah. I always like spending time with you. I just want you to be happier, Jim. I, I don't like this James has turned up today. Get back to the league, it'll be fine. Yeah. You knock on Saturday. Look, you knock on Cardiff. Our top of the league, winning every game. Yeah, we haven't played the high-pressing Ian Holloway side. That Where is, is it? It's their place. If, if, if Holloway gets QPR into the playoffs with Mackie and Washington up front, he is... One, is one of the yeah, greatest managers. God. That's madness. Yeah, I, I will oh, say, so, mate. Look at our squad on paper. It's so bad. That's not, <laughs> not his very fault. good on grass either. Sixth. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you very much to, for for joining us in the comments and getting involved as ever. Uh, we're internally grateful for that. Um, remember, you can listen to the podcast if you haven't hit, heard or watched all of this. Uh, you can download the podcast through the podcast app and various Android places where you can get the app as well. Um, remember to write a review and rate us in iTunes. The algorithm and the tables, uh, the charts, the podcast charts, aren't decided by how many downloads. It's also about how much engagement there is through the podcast app. So even if it's to write, go on there and write James is salty um, or James is bitter or James can't take the feet well. James is bitter in defeat. Yep. Mm. Five star podcast. Up the bees. Anything like that. Go in iTunes, just leave that stuff. That would be lovely. Yeah, that'd be lovely. I'll see you at the bar post, James. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> the long long. Long the long ball street. Live the long, 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 the long ball street. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.